0: Hello and welcome to Case Reopens' coverage of Detective Conan, Episode 221, The Client Full of Lies, Part 2. Colleen, you are joining me once again, and this originally aired on January twenty second, 2001. The Conan's hint for Part 2, as I'm sure you remembered, is Bandage.
1: Absolutely. I always remember the hint. But there's a lot of 2s and 1s going on. Episode 221... January Part 2, 22, 22, 2001,
0: anyways. Yeah, January's the one.
1: Yeah, oh my gosh, just wanted to point that out, like lots of twos and ones.
0: So the second part begins with Detective Yoko Misa being told they found a bloodied Bakken, which if you're like me, you're like, what the hell's a Bakken? (laughs) And uh, it turns out it's a wooden training sword. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Shibata's wife says she, he kept it on the counter and would use it to chase away salesmen <laughs> it's missing from the area <laughs> it's very funny I'm
1: sorry it's just like you you'd think it was because like they're what was it were they into kendo i think they i mean they would have used a bakken for sport but yeah. he was just like he <laughs> uses it to chase people away
0: So, it's missing from the area, and he then asks how many phones they have. She says they have two, one in the bedroom in the living room, or they used to have one near the door. Yokomisa says he's heard enough. He's figured out the case. He says the criminal is Kogura's client, Shizuka. She had called earlier to see if the photograph was still around, then came to pick it up that morning. She had an argument with him near the door, then took the sword and attacked him. She fled via the the rare stairs after thinking she had killed him, but he was still alive. And in his dying moments, he crawled to the photo near the books and grabbed onto it as a dying message. Yokomizo says there must have been a scandalous secret in the photograph.
1: Hmm. Um, a plausible story.
0: Who does Yokomizo think he is? Like Kogoro coming up with these false theories no, no
1: no I mean that would have been a suicide then <laughs>
0: Um,
1: I do appreciate how and I can't even think of an episode where this might have happened but how Yoko Mizo is so um, he was like an equal opportunity kind of guy like it doesn't matter if Shizuka is dazzling like Koguro thinks he's just like whatever you did it
0: uh, come on you don't think she's dazzling
1: and no she's, she's quite pretty except for her hairstyle i don't know what was going on with that but
0: wow such hatred from colleen
1: (laughs) this is the unofficial fashions corner
0: so he then asked shizuka to come to the station with him but she says she won't be doing so she says if you want a statement from me won't you need to get an arrest warrant from the court first um, so she, she clearly knows about the legal system here, Colin. Yeah.
1: Conan's even like, what?
0: She then states that there's so little evidence so they won't be able to confirm she's involved and that it will be hard to arrest her without a warrant. She then says that the wife could press charges for trespassing, though. So she, she's going all over the place. Conan's taken aback, and he's like, what is with this woman? Mm-hmm. So the police are examining the body. Of the deceased, and they note that the palm of his hand is covered in blood, but the bandages on his fingers have no blood on them. That's That's weird. Very
1: curious. It's like the opposite of what the bandage is supposed to be there for.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Conan then notices something and remembers that Shizuka's left hand had bandages as well. He then checks the corpse's hand again, which has an indentation in his palm. Which is odd.
1: Yeah, I was, <laughs> like at first I was like, "Is that supposed to be? You know, when you press your nails too hard into your palm, like an indentation, indentation like that?" But no.
0: Kevin then figures something out, but Ron tells him he can't interfere, and Kevin says to himself that that person came before we did to this blood-stained murder scene. He hates using actual names in his thoughts. You know that? You ever realize that? Yes. Yeah, Never yeah. Says he
1: that. just likes to keep that mystery going until the very end.
0: So Yokomizo again asks Shizuka about the photo and for her to repeat her story at the station. She says she can, but that she'll hold Kogoro responsible for the situation. Um, both her and uh, Yokomizo are kind of pleading with Kogoro to take their side. And he's then struck by Conan's sleeping dart and is knocked out. He then tells Shizuka that she can't avoid being questioned, but she's not a a suspect, and that he'll reveal the truth of the case as the key witness. So, uh, he's figured out, Colleen, and I felt really dumb when they revealed the the murderer, Colleen. Oh, why is that? Because it's always a woman.
1: (laughs) Well, so you... Wait, so you didn't think it was a woman this time? And you're like, oh, darn. As a feminist, of course oh, not. Okay. You were going for El Nebrano.
0: Well, I mean, the wife had a... Uh, had a uh, Alibi? What is it called? An alibi, yeah.
1: And it couldn't be Shizuka.
0: No, she's beautiful. <laughs> <sighs> so... Keguro says that Shizuka came here for the photograph and could have opened the door herself earlier if she wanted them to discover the body as the killer would have known it was unlocked. That would have gave her a chance to retrieve the photo before the police arrived. Yokomiza then says it must be the neighbor then, Yoshikawa, as he opened the door. (laughs) However, Keguro says that isn't the case as Yoshikawa is also innocent. I thought
1: Yokomizo is just jumping from one person to another. (laughs) It's so funny because he's like really intense in his delivery. So he like turns to uh, Yoshikawa and he's like, "And It must be you!
0: (laughs) It's very fun. Um, So Shibata was um, dead before noon. And seeing how Yoshikawa had no alibi, he couldn't risk returning to the scene. He also didn't know that there was evidence to remove, so there's no reason for him to come back half a day later. This only leaves the culprit as the one with the best alibi: the wife, Kyoko. Whoa. Who would have thought?
1: No, not Yokomizo, apparently.
0: <laughs> a woman committing a crime—unheard of.
1: Like this is Truly probably the shocking. first time in history that this has happened.
0: Uh, she's stunned by the accusation, and Yokomize says she left after making breakfast in the morning at 5, so how could the newspaper be there if she didn't get home until 7 p.m.? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Good questions. All have answers.
0: Kagura says Kyoko actually used her time very well. He <laughs> says, did you know that both 7.05 and 7.10 are after 7 p.m.?
1: Brilliant observation
0: daughter, girl. great job he says that uh, she could have returned home before they arrived as for the breakfast that's likely a meal her husband had at 3am after he returned from mahjong however if you put the morning newspaper next to it it sure does look like breakfast mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> tricky tricky
0: as for the video in his program being recorded at 8am that was done via a timer Kyoko waited for her husband to return at 3 a.m. and shower. She then prepared a late-night meal for him. Boy, is it late-night or early-day meal? I mean, it basically is breakfast, is not it if it's uh, <laughs> If it's that early?
1: I would consider it, so yeah. It's early morning, so yeah. I think so.
0: And uh, while he was eating, she called him out to the corridor, and then she hit him with a wooden sword smacked him on top of the head
1: that was for scaring away salesmen or whatever it was for she's not using it properly
0: no what's more ridiculous is later on we find out she has a real sword yeah exactly
1: i was like where did this come from
0: (laughs) so she then set the video timer and locked the door from the outside and waited for her friends to arrive at 5 a.m After she arrived home at 7, she took the newspaper out from uh, where it was delivered and placed it there. That way, after she called the police, she would have the perfect alibi.
1: Man, I feel bad for these friends of hers who had no idea that they were accessories to a crime.
0: I know. But then something that wasn't in her plan came up. As her husband wasn't in the corridor, she left him in. She was shocked seeing this. And that's when the phone rang and it was Yoshikawa calling. She then fled and realized it'd be better if somebody else found the body. Kagura says she was likely waiting behind the main door of the stairwell. As for the photo he was holding, Kagura says it was just camouflage used as a cover-up. He brings up there not being any blood on the bandages and then tells them to look at the right hand, which shows that he was clenching something tightly in his hand. And that indentation we noted earlier was actually from him clutching his wedding ring, hmm. I, uh, I
1: don't know, just sort of a random thing. Like he, So he slipped his wedding ring off and then he clutched it in his hand. But Yokomizo's reaction was the funniest because he opens his hand and he's like, Oh!
0: <laughs> I like that he had to crawl to clutch his wedding ring. Yeah. I have to use my dying energy to crawl. I guess he was going towards a phone or something. but Didn't make it. Didn't quite make it. Um, So it turns out he always wore the ring on his left hand's fourth finger, but his wife noticed he was holding it, so she removed it. Since it looked odd for him to be clenching nothing, she inserted the photo. She then placed bandages on his hand to hide the ring not being there. Kogura then says his wife still has the ring on her person, and that even if she wiped the blood off, there will still be chemical evidence. And she had been planning to take it as far as possible when the police left, but since she couldn't do that, she never disposed of it. She then drops the ring on the floor, showing her crime calling. Can you believe this? A woman killing her husband. What has the world come to? Mm,
1: Nope. I don't believe it. I mean, she must have loved him, it must have been an accident or a suicide on his part.
0: It's a crazy world we're living in. Women killing husbands.
1: What, what possible reason could she have had? I'm sure he was such a great guy, such a loving husband, financially I thought sound. I was great. I
0: was a big fan. You were a fan? I was a fan. So she says that good endings don't exist for bad people. She says that Yoshikawa and her husband were gambling on mahjong. Fiends. I thought she was gonna like. I thought she was gonna like have some actual like serious, uh, like accusation towards them, and then she's like, they were betting money on mahjong.
1: <laughs> Which okay, I understand gambling could be a problem you know what people get addicted and whatnot and but the way that she was making it sound she's like we had to sell our laser disc player i was like you're not losing your house i don't understand like okay i mean it's bad that you keep having to sell all this stuff just to feed his addiction but um so leave him
0: yeah it made sense uh, when she said that because like remember they had an extra phone they're down to just two phones yeah oh my (laughs) god the whores the (laughs) whores Um, So, he kept getting into debt and was selling stuff. She says she hates that game. And then her husband said her golf clubs are next. And then her father's dowry.
1: Which, I'm sorry, like, golf clubs are pretty expensive. It's not like everybody has a set of golf clubs in their household, so.
0: She would have to rent golf clubs rather than So.
1: Ew, imagine. if If
0: you're like me and don't know what the hell a dowry is it's property or money brought by a bride to her husband on the marriage
1: mm-hmm. so she brought a real sword
0: yeah that's cool
1: that's a pretty cool dowry
0: they still do that
1: i, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> did you not
0: did you not give a dowry on your wedding day Colleen?
1: <laughs> no i brought a goat
0: well, that's what that's what his parents paid for you. You were worth one <laughs> that's
1: yeah, That was my bride price, yeah.
0: Uh, the world used to be so romantic.
1: <laughs> Whatever happened to romance? What has happened?
0: Uh, what a shame. So, yeah, he was going to sell all that stuff, so she's like, I had no other choice but murder him, you know? And it's like, have you heard her, like, a divorce? <laughs> Obviously like, not. She's like, this was my last option. I had to kill him. It was- <laughs> He's going to sell my golf clubs.
1: Okay. Do like, okay. you say Dude, it that has, way, like,
0: it sounds really bad. The guy has a gambling problem. but That's kind of a ridiculous every reaction. Like... I was trapped. It was either sell my golf clubs or murder.
1: <laughs> Surely she oh, would have no. had some money to move out leave this guy go go come on not the I golf a very
0: valuable collection of vhs tapes <laughs> <laughs> come
1: on. she couldn't sell those I off
0: can't... no one would buy them so she's then told that she's going to be arrested but she's like can i change first i'm like go ahead i love how they just you let know her they're just pretty. like no 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 huh. yeah go ahead so she goes into the room, and uh Conan has a realization he remembers her talking about the dowry and Conan runs in and he realizes that she's not changing her clothes, but she's going to kill herself. She's holding a real katana in her hand. She says there's nothing left.
1: What about your golf clubs? You just committed murder yeah. to sell these <laughs> to sell to save these golf clubs, and now you won't even be able to use them.
0: Yeah, it's not, and it's not like she sullied them. It's not like she used the golf clubs as the murder weapon. It's not like the computer, which was his only That's friend.
1: Right. Um, she, yeah, she couldn't have used Imagine it.
0: she had used the golf club. Oh, like, that and would destroy he her. then he had been like, he had been like, golf clubs are used for leisure, <laughs> not as a weapon. And then she'd feel bad. You've betrayed the bond between golfer and <laughs> club. <laughs>
1: You betrayed your true lover.
0: So she puts the sword up to her neck, but Shizuka starts approaching her, and she has, like, a fan in her hand, which... She
1: looks so intense. She's like, watch me work this fan.
0: I don't think... Is this, like... I don't know. I've seen this in, like, video games. Like, is there a weapon fan? Is this a thing?
1: I think there are weapon fans.
0: Like a war fan? I don't know if that's what she
1: had, or if this is just a regular fan. just
0: looked like a regular-ass fan. War fans. It's mostly used as a signaling advice. Let us see. Oh, sumo referees hold them? That's cool, I guess. (laughs) I mean, I guess if it's made of wood, you know, like, it could stop... A sword? Mm, maybe? Somewhat.
1: Yeah, because the way that, at least, she stopped it was that, like, the sword went through the paper part, I guess, but didn't go much further than that. I don't know.
0: It's a folding fan that has wood or metal ribs with lacquered paper attached to the ribs and a metal, metal outer cover. And there's also a solid open fan that made from metal or wood. Huh. See, so I guess and not used. to be confused oh, man, how... with
1: the circular fan that you plug. in. I don't in. know how
0: often they were used as a. like facing off against a sword.
1: Well, of course, in the famous scene from Mulan.
0: Oh, is it used in Mulan, that Yeah, one?
1: well, sort of. So there's a scene where.
0: I've never oh, seen Mulan.
1: Okay. Anyway, like, just really quick. She has this, like, the sword goes through. An open fan, and then she closes it real quick and kind of like takes the sword out of the guy's hand by, um, by, like twisting the fan. It's really cool, I think so. At least,
0: sounds really cool. So, Shizuka. Walks forward, she catches the sword in her fan and smacks the sword out of her hand. That was the funny part where she's just like, (laughs) shame on you, and smacks her hand Unladylike behavior. She tells her not to take another life, as life is the most precious of all things, so she shouldn't throw her own away as well. And she says, learn to appreciate yourself. (laughs) This is so cool. What do you think about, uh, like, another character having that role that is normally, like, either Kogura or Conan through Kogura out, you know, like, delivering that big speech of, like, do better.
1: (laughs) I, like, in the moment, I didn't think much of it, but now that we're talking about it, it, I find it really funny. Because it's, like, I could just imagine, well, in this case, Conan mostly, being, like, but that's my job. Like, kind of, just, like, being all... (laughs) Grumpy that uh, Shizuka has taken it upon herself to teach this moral lesson.
0: So she then gives the sword to Yoko Mizo. Conan as Kogro then asks Shizuka to reveal the meaning between, behind her four lies. The lies were that she was allergic to dust but enjoyed knitting. That she didn't like cooking but recognized the type of fish on sight. That she's married, but has a bandage over her left hand's fourth finger, and that Reiko isn't a name in that book.
1: But it is the name of an actress in a play.
0: What does dust have to do with knitting?
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that one was a little mm, far-fetched for me. I guess yarn (laughs) collects dust or something. He said something about that
0: so Hatori then suddenly appears and he, i know he comes out of nowhere he's so was cool
1: like, in this episode i couldn't i i just couldn't like oh i can't even speak he was so cool
0: calm down <laughs> so Hatori appears and he says reiko was actually reiko i don't know <laughs> yeah they added an extra o in there um, and he says that she, yeah, he says that Shizuka was going to ask for iced coffee, which I guess is Rikko. Yes. <laughs> and then realized that would reveal that she was from Osaka, because that phrase is more from there. He then calls her an old lady, and we see Kazuha with him. He tells Shizuka that it's time for her to go back to Osaka, and reveals that she's his mother. Koguro, Conan, and Ron are all shocked. <laughs> <laughs> and Ron says... But you have different skin tones. Okay, Ron. <laughs> and then Hatori has to explain that he inherited his dark skin from his grandfather. That's it.
1: <laughs> but his
0: <laughs> to the ending song we go. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: what do you think about Hatori coming out of nowhere in this reveal that she's his mama?
1: Um. Yeah, it was. So I mean, I knew what was coming, but. I can imagine how unexpected this would have been for anybody else, because she doesn't. We, I think there were, might have been once or twice that she almost gave away that she was from Osaka, but that didn't necessarily like place her as Hatori's mom. So I really liked when he showed up and like he was all cool, like leaning against the doorframe, and Conan makes the funniest face. He's like, <laughs> I don't know the reactions to him showing up and the whole like reveal that he's her son I don't know it's just priceless
0: yeah it's it's fun and uh, it also explains why she had the, all that knowledge of the police force and like their procedures because obviously Hatori's yeah. dad is a police chief so that makes sense and after the ending we learn that Hatori's mother was testing Koguro since Haji got hurt the last time he was with Koguro. But
1: when does he not get hurt?
0: Spoiler. He's going to get hurt I right know. after this too.
1: That, okay, so that's why I was like, why are they doing this episode now when he arguably like, gets the most hurt that he, er, he has ever been in the next episode? But I suppose like the way that they the story goes is that they're like, oh, we're going to stay...
0: Oh uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I don't. I think you cut out. I, I what were you saying? Um, I I missed the end.
1: Oh, uh, I said. Uh, what, what did I say? Um,
0: I don't know. I'm sure it caught it. I'll just cut this. out. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so she thought that Kogoro's skills weren't up to snuff. Additionally, the last time Kogoro was in Osaka, he didn't stop in stop in and apologize. She, she was worried that her son was with someone with no responsibility classic Kogro. he is a rude one
1: yeah not that Heiji isn't
0: <laughs> and she says however I guess it's fine and he has a reason to respect Kyogre as he's someone with real intelligence she then praises him for solving the case so quickly and he's glad she recovered the photograph and Hattori's like That's also a lie. My mom said that she got bullied by the first-year champion, which left her crying, and that she didn't care if the photo was lost. (laughs) She then says it's fine to leave Kazuha and Haiji with them, and everybody's confused. And Hitori's like, Canon, did you not tell them? And Canon goes, he was serious on the phone? So, uh, guess they're doing something, Colin.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, like... Like I said, I I think that I originally I thought it was an odd placement to have his mom show up before an episode where Hygi actually really does get hurt, like the worst that he's ever been. But then after they revealed this whole thing, like yeah, we're here and we're gonna you know stay with you guys type of thing. Then I'm like, okay, I guess I understand. I don't know. It's just a little bit odd. Very circular storytelling.
0: So, before we give our final thoughts, we want to thank our Patreon supporters. Thank you to medium-sized Jeffrey, not too big, not too small, just right. Shout out to Ryan Self, William Lee, Gage, and Kitty Kudo. Thank you all for your support.
1: Yes, and thanks for listening.
0: And, uh, Colleen, what'd you think of Detective Conan Episode 221, A Client Full of Lies, Part 2? Oh,
1: boy. Um this was <laughs> interesting uh the case felt like almost an afterthought like i don't know it just really quickly went into the deduction show after i don't know the whole second half of the first part being the case and then it's just like i don't know it just very quickly um seemed to get solved um yeah so, I don't know. I don't know if I was a fan of the pacing. If Maybe I would have preferred, had this been, like, one long episode, like a, a one-hour special, so that it would have flowed a little bit better. Um,
0: yeah, I, I get what you mean. Like, uh, this is definitely more a case about the introduction of a character than the, the case itself. Yeah.
1: Which is fine. Uh, it just, it was a little lopsided in that respect. But, uh, yeah, the stuff with, like, I guess you had almost, like, two mysteries going on, because you had also like oh what is this woman all about and why is she lying like why does she tell four lies which was also resolved rather quickly so i don't know um i enjoyed it yeah it was just like okay like the focus was divided a a little bit so neither one maybe got enough attention in the second part like the first part was really strong i thought i thought the setup was really good and um Conan going on about like why is she lying and what is this woman all about it was very intriguing and then in the second half I don't know if it just fizzled out or whatnot but uh I think I mean we got a really good payoff because I you can't really tell that it's leading to Hattori being introduced or like not introduced but like showing up so I don't know it was (laughs) It had some good parts. It had some less good parts, but overall, I I really enjoyed it, and I loved sort of the comedy aspect to it, like Kogoro being enthralled by this woman, and then finding out that she's Hattori's mom. So he's all like, "What?" <laughs> like I don't know. So the reactions were really good in this one, and uh, yeah, the case itself wasn't too bad either. Um, I always enjoy a time manipulation mystery so um yeah just like you what you were pointing out it just seemed like her motive was a little weak because there were obviously other things she could have resorted to rather than murder but hey whatever
0: whatever floats your boat you know but yeah i mean this case is kind of remembered more for the character introduction than like the mystery mm-hmm. at hand so i mean I, th- I think that was definitely the focus more and yeah the pacing kind of gets weird when you translate this into an anime you know being the second part going kind of straight into that uh deduction show because the deduction show like takes up the bulk of the episode like it's probably like 16 of the 20 minutes Mm -hmm. you know um and that's kind of less weird like when you're reading a manga you know and you're just like okay this chapter is the you know but it being a whole episode, it's kind of odd, because usually it's not, like, a full episode of the deduction. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was did what it did, what it needed to achieve that. And, uh, it's nice to see a Hattori here, and it nicely sets up the next case, which is a Mm three-parter, which is gonna be complicated, but, uh, I have, uh, some time to work through this, um, and get these notes done, and we've like I've mentioned before, we found the original episodes, um, so I will be going through and trying to make sense of this. <laughs> I was hoping that like Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll would have added these episodes, but no. That was kind of like my my uh, hail Mary, but I don't think they have. Wow.
1: That would have been awesome, though. Yeah, I remember you telling me about uh, this like a long time ago, so it's kind of surreal that we're finally at the moment where we'll be watching this three part episode. Yeah,
0: I was kinda of hoping that by now, like, <laughs> oh, surely they'll figure it out. But uh, not quite, but uh yeah, we'll get to that. This is a really good um, iconic three part episode and it's kinda of weird that it's kinda of like so
1: not valued oh, wait. <laughs> like
0: Yeah. Spoiler that alert, KG gets hurt. That we don't have like the proper, you know, way of it. Yeah, Crunchyroll only has the episode one twenty three, so not quite. Um darn. Oh well. We'll figure it out. So uh yeah, we'll cover that next time, which is exciting. Uh and then there were no mermaids. That's like a and then there were none. Yeah, I guess but that it's with mermaids.
1: Means, hence Christian Anderson.
0: So, Colleen, uh, let's say goodbye to the fine people.
1: All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. And remember, one truth always prevails.